Keeping the faith in the family. Keeping the family in the faith. His scripture is perfect and applicable. The more that we study, the more biblical. Our lives can become, we can even be fun. So long as the truth is our prize. O Lord of all, make us holy and wise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Faith and Family Radio Show. I'm Ryan. I'm here with my lovely wife, Elaine. Elaine, how are you today? I'm doing okay. <laughs> it's been a rough day with the kids, but I'm pulling through. I wouldn't know. I've been sleeping the entire day. Well, Nuh-uh. not the entire day. No, 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 no. You were up for a good chunk of the day. You haven't gotten much sleep, actually. I never do. Yeah. Yet somehow I survive. I don't know how. You must be Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had his physique. <laughs> Yeah, but then you like you're taken out by a rock. I mean, come on, that's that's a pretty bad weakness there. As much as I love Superman, the weakness is not it's not cool at all. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really make much sense. I mean, he's Superman. He's got like all the cool powers. You know, mm-hmm. the, the X Men they only have like one power each, and mm-hmm. all the other uh, superheroes they only really have one power each, unless they're like rich, then they've got a bunch of toys. Mm-hmm. But Superman, he's got all all the best superpowers he he's probably one of the best superheroes of all time mm-hmm. and he gets taken out by a rock mm-hmm. that, you, that is his arch enemy is a rock yeah. but you mentioned his physique i think i don't think there are very many fat superheroes out there what do you <laughs> except for maybe like weird al's fat man right <laughs> yeah i'm showing like how nerdy i am by knowing that <laughs> but no i mean like they're pretty. They're pretty in shape. They gotta be because they're you know chasing criminals all the time. Well, that and nobody would really follow them if they looked like <laughs> well me. You wouldn't come on, guys. Let's go save the day and jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. It just it, it wouldn't work in the movies. No, it, comic book guys would not follow <laughs> a comic book guy, <laughs> with the exception of Kevin Smith. Ke- mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. It, kind of has a comic book guy physique mm-hmm. but comic book guys loved him because he was a comic book guy superhero that's true we're getting totally way off topic, off topic. We, we haven't even started the topic and we're already so far off of it wow and and now the world knows that we're like uber nerds so like no one's gonna listen to the show now <laughs> they're gonna be like yeah i bet they watch like star wars on the weekends <laughs> These are two people that probably sit there in their basements doing radio shows for fun. Hey, hey, we are not in the basement today. We are upstairs on the main floor. That's right. We are on location mm-hmm. in our living room. So if we hear any background noise going on, it's it's probably the kids coming down to make excuses for not going to bed. So <laughs> <laughs> I got to go potty. Oh, yeah. You had to come all the way to the living room to tell me that, huh? Okay. <laughs> I need a drink. Yep. And that was back there in the dining room. <laughs> Mommy, I hear a noise. That's your sister. Go to bed. <laughs> it's your breathing. <laughs> Would you like to stop breathing? Come that back down so again. That was so me as a kid, though. I was always getting up for no reason at all. <laughs> Go to Patty Lane. I'm like, but thirsty. Even though I had a drink two seconds ago, I got to go potty. Lily, hers is funny. She comes down like two minutes after I send her to bed and is like, I had a bad dream. I'm like, you liar. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ain't even had time to go to sleep. Don't even. Total depravity at its finest. I know, right? <laughs> 
But anyway, today we are talking about something that we've been kind of dealing with for about a month now. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're experts on it already. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is it's an important topic and it's one that we hope will bring a lot of interest. And that is health and fitness, diet and exercise. Woo! In other words, how would you like to die today? <laughs> exercise and eating right is not going to kill you, honey. Well, I, I stand by my original statement. How do you spell diet? Die tea. So how's your dying? How's your diet going? And <laughs> how's your dying going? It's going so well. <laughs> I'm famished. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely not as strict on the diet as you are or as you want me to be. <laughs> but I'm doing okay. I, I'm losing a couple of pounds here and there. What I, the area where I really Gain noticed back it. a couple pounds here and there. No. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> the area where I'm really excited is my waistline. Yeah. I, I didn't even think to do a before measurement of my waistline, but my pants are fitting better. My, my belt, it, I am back to my original loop mm -hmm. or hole on my belt mm -hmm. from when I first bought the belt. So isn't that's that, a good thing. Isn't that good motivation, though, when you actually can see the results? Yes. Or, like, maybe not, like, looking in the mirror, but, like, with the belt thing. Like, hey, something's changed here. And I, I've noticed. Like, the other day, I, you know, when I put pants on that should have fit, and I'm like, these things are falling off my butt. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> All do, right. Do, do we have to bleep out that word? The butt. <laughs> You're, my, you're, you're behind my my backside. You're, you're, That's you're, a little bit. Your gluteus maximus. <laughs> Anywho, so things are going well with you. I know you've been starting. You you were uh, struggling with the dieting. You seem like you're getting more on track with that, and now you're starting to exercise too. How's that been going? Uh, again, die, die, die. No, um, the first couple of days was. Mm -hmm pretty rough um doesn't help that i've chosen a workout or exercise style that is kind of extreme yeah. uh calisthenics uh if you have no idea what calisthenics are i don't blame you i had no idea what they were until i started googling all this stuff <laughs> so i would encourage you to google or youtube calisthenics uh, do like Best calisthenic moves or something like that. You want to spell to, that for our audience? No, I don't. <laughs> Google should automatically pop it up. There you go. No, there you go. They'll figure it out for you. But yeah, so some of the fancy moves that I was seeing uh, made me like, yeah, yeah I want to do this. Because you workout. secretly deep down want to be a ninja, huh? Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of the moves too. And it's like, yeah, those are ninja moves. That's that's not normal man moves. Those are Superman moves. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, I showed it to Elaine. Her jaw dropped uh, after seeing some of the moves that these guys were doing. I'm like, now, I want to put a disclaimer on, on this for you, honey. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to be able to do those moves. <laughs> I, I don't think I will ever get to a point where I can do those moves. But I like the controlled strength that is displayed in those moves and that's what i want i want the controlled strength no you want to be batman i am batman 
<laughs> no, my, my buddy Josh Bamberger, he's Batman. Okay. So, sounds like you're getting on track there. It sounds like you, at least from our day-to-day conversations, it sounds like you're getting a lot more into it than when we first started. You're like, no! <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm definitely getting into it. It it helps that the guys at work, they have actually incur- been encouraging me instead mm-hmm. of, you know, making fun of me for wanting to start working out. So th- that's a huge mm-hmm. blessing because I, I was expecting them to all start making fun of me and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is typical in, in your guy uh, relationships. Relationships. You know, you make fun of each other because you, you love them. Mm-hmm. That's how you show your love in a guy but it can also, there are times where I'm sure it can be discouraging, like when you're trying to do something serious and everyone's like, you know, doing the friend thing and kind of jabbing, you know, in fun, but it's hard not to take that personally sometimes. Right. Yeah. So, no, that's been great that they've been encouraging me, uh, giving me tips and pointers. And I started out with a preset routine, which was just kicking my butt day in, day out. And I finally finally realized that I don't need to do it exactly how they say. You know, I can lessen the reps or I can adjust the moves or I can even take out one exercise of the routine mm-hmm. or whatever. So I've started, you know, kind of piecing things together for my own routines. I just did an arms routine last night that it kicked my butt, <laughs> but I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um I, I did some wrist exercises and I'm like, wow, those made me sweat more than like the push-ups and pull-ups. <laughs> That's crazy. But it just also shows you how like, you're like, wow, I didn't even realize how out of shape I was or how these little muscle areas need to be worked and how much it could affect the the rest of me through it. So Yeah, I definitely did not realize how out of shape I was. I, I was still, for some reason in my mind thinking, oh, it's like high school. I could, I could bang out like 20, 30 push-ups in, in, in a sitting, no problem. Yeah, I was lucky if I got two. I think I remember <laughs> you kind of being like that with the jump rope. You you got a jump rope that we ordered for you and you took it outside and you came back in and you're like, what? This thing is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, honey, we're not 17 anymore. <laughs> but uh, you're right. Like it is one of those things where I mean I knew to a certain extent like that I'm out of shape, but you still think like I can do this, and then you do like five, and you're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, I need to go not think about cheeseburgers right now, <laughs> but I'm I'm stopping. But yeah, yeah. So it, it's been a struggle, but it's been it's been good mm-hmm. uh, because even though first starting off, I realize I'm not nearly as in shape as I thought I was, mm-hmm. but I'm noticing an improvement every day mm-hmm. with my workout routine. It's a little easier every day. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, having, having treadmills side by side in the basement to, to walk together, have a walk together at night. That That's always fun. I like that. That is, I love that. And it's what I love about the treadmill. And I know some people won't agree with me is just the, like, if you're done, you can get off and stop. Whereas if you go and run a mile, you're like turning around, looking back to where you've come from. And you're like, oh, man, I got to do this all over again. I'm I'm whooped. Like, I'm done. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, you know, with running and jogging and walking, I never had the motivation to just walk. Like, mm-hmm. if I've got a destination in mind, mm-hmm. I can walk, like, no problem. Mm-hmm. 
But if it's just walking to walk, I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show with my mommy and daddy, Elaine and Ryan Uniac. You know, another thing that I've noticed, though, is we were so much in so much better shape when we didn't have a car, when we had to, like, bus it, because there were so many times we would be, like, just waiting on the bus forever, and we would say, you know what, forget it, let's just walk, we'll get there in sooner, and it's just... Yeah, and... Even when, you know, without a car, when we would go for our monthly grocery run with the with the little cart that would break <laughs> every, every <month>. trip, <laughs> I mean, we that thing was loaded up. Oh, yeah. And we had to pull that thing upstairs. And <laughs> so we got our workout and we went to the grocery store. I mean, that was, it was what, like two or three miles e- each way. Something it was, it was like a that. bit of yeah. a walk. It, it was not a... a quick corner grocery shop no 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 um and we would do that we would go to the library because the library was like right across the street from the grocery store so we would get our our videos for free because we're poor (laughs) just like today (laughs) still are but we've got a car now yeah so yeah i mean we have to work a little bit harder now that we've got a car to to get in shape but we're getting there and uh I think we're both at a great place emotionally, like mentally. We're both motivated. So enough about us. What's the show actually going to be about today? It's going to be about diet and fitness. Oh. (laughs) So even though we've been talking about us, it it is actually part of the show today. Yes, yes. We are talking about diet and fitness. And one of the first things I thought we could do that's fun, and and I think everyone who's interested in losing weight and getting healthy thinks about is, what are are some quick tips you could give on on getting healthy, um, eating right, exercising, that sort of thing? Ryan, you want to go with the first one? You're, You're tactful. I think this one would suit you well. I think this one suits me well because this is the one that I had the biggest trouble with. (laughs) Uh, Number one for a tip on getting healthy and getting fit is repent. Repent of your laziness and your gluttony. Mm -hmm. Yes, that stings. Yes, that hurts. Yes, I'm stepping on a toe because it's my own. (laughs) It's... A sin that is not talked about in today's churches. No, it's one of those things that's even joked about in the church. Like, you know, you go you go to those meals and you're like, well, we're Baptists, so you know how we do with the big meals. Or, oh, we're Nazarenes, Methodists, whatever. Right. Uh, all whatever of them the denomination claim. is. Yeah, whatever it is, you're, we're all gluttons. <laughs> right. And it, we're all like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. God wants us to be fat. <laughs> like, well, no. Proverbs twenty eight twenty five in the King James got God gives us a fat soul, so we need a fat body to put it in. Mm-hmm. You say you're having a prayer meeting, and you get maybe maybe two people show up. Mm-hmm. You say you're having a potluck, and mm-hmm. you're running out of parking space. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, who doesn't want to come anywhere for free food? I would go to an atheist meeting if they had good food. <laughs> I, I would too, but I, I would also go to share the gospel. Of course you would. <laughs> 
you know, you offer food, you can get about anybody in. But see, that's not the point of church is to get people in for the food. Exactly. So. And that kind of shows you what people are coming for. Mm-hmm. You know, just like with Jesus, when he fed 5,000 people and he fed 4,000 people, were mm-hmm. they there for Jesus? No, they were there for the handout. They were there for the food. Yeah, unfortunately. So, you know, that's hard to hear, but laziness and gluttony is a big part of people who are overweight and out of shape. And Ryan and I can say that because we fall into that category. We struggle with laziness on a regular basis. And you add gluttony to that where, you know, we just, we love food. We love to eat and we don't like to work, work out. So what do you get? You get obesity, you get health problems like, like us. Um, the next tip we want to give you though is just to get motivated. You know, once you've repented, you've, you've sought God's forgiveness, you're turning from the sin of laziness and gluttony, you need to find motivation and well, not motive- like when you say motivation, you're saying like, I want all the boys on the block to check out my milkshake no. or something like that. No, no, Th- that's the wrong kind of motivation. I would, as a Christian, yes. Okay. Now, if you're a heathen, that might be in your eyes good motivation but it really isn't because if you're a christian and that's your motivation you need to go and read your bible and examine yourself and repent some more because it's just not your your head's not in the right place with your motivation like that and i and i understand to a certain extent women have been made to feel like we have to be appealing to men physically even men we're not married to so but Again, that that falls into dangerous, sinful territory. You got lust issues there. Um, so you got to be careful careful when you lose the weight, too, that you're not trying to draw eyes in a direction they don't need to be in the first place. Right. Now, I will say that if you are married and you're trying to make your spouse drool over you, <laughs> that's okay. But to be fair, they should be drooling over you whether you're 120 or 480. So number three on our tips for getting healthy is ditch the soda pop and switch to water. And that that's a struggle for me. I Since I can remember, I mean, I think there was soda in my bottle as a baby. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> I have always remembered loving soda. And in particular, Dr. Pepper. That is my weakness. And I don't like fruit drinks. So like some people would be like, well, switch it for juice. Well, one, that's got just as many calories I'm finding out. But two, I've, I've never been a juice Kool-Aid person. Always been about the soda. But you know what? That adds up. It's like 100 calories, I think, for a 12-ounce can. And you have like five of those. That's 500 extra calories a day. 500 extra calories that could be going towards your food intake. <laughs> that That's what has gotten me to really start looking at the calories is like, all right, are these calories that aren't going to make a difference on whether or not I feel full? Mm. Or are these going to be calories that will help me to feel full? Mm-hmm. You know, if I've had a two liter of Mountain Dew, I don't get to have that extra cheeseburger at night. <laughs> Not that my wife would let me have a cheeseburger while yeah. we're dieting, but, you know, that that's kind of the point is you can eat more mm-hmm. if you cut out the unnecessary calories. So for me, mm-hmm. you know, I I couldn't give up the soda pop altogether. So I, mm-hmm. I switched to diet mm-hmm. and I typically will do one can a day, mm-hmm. if that. 
And you know, that's you brought up a good point though, is like what what about the people who are just like, I just can't do just water? You know, mm. there's other options there. You can do <clears throat> unsweetened tea. I know some people can can acquire a taste for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't yet, but you know, maybe you're different. <laughs> um, there's uh, those little drink enhancers and drink mixes that you like to put in the water to give it yes. a little flavor, but I, I, I not so much things. calories. Right. Those things have like no calories, no carbs. Uh, if anything, it'll have like 10 calories. But for the most part, they, they're pretty mm-hmm. healthy and it makes it so that it doesn't taste like water, <laughs> which I love. Because I hate the taste of water. Well, water doesn't have a taste. Yes, it does. And it sucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know God gave us water, right? Yes. You and, heathen. And I thank the Lord for water. I also For thank bathing. The, and <laughs> I also thank the Lord for giving us drink enhancers to get rid of the bad taste of water. Wow. Okay, so ditch the soda. I mean, I think just doing that in itself is a great starting point. When you're getting on track, you're starting a diet, you're starting to get healthy to do that. Um, the next thing I would say is get moving. Whatever whatever it is that you need to do to get moving, whether it's riding a bicycle, um, cardio, dancing, anything that you can do to get your body moving, burning calories is good. Hey, take a half an hour of your laziness, you know, time that you would just be sitting around watching TV, play with your kids. Yeah, yeah. They, they've appreciated the fact that, you know, I now get up and play with them mm-hmm. instead of sitting there saying, no, leave me alone. I'm, I'm playing with the Facebook. <laughs> All right. So I, I just pictured myself as Jabba the Hutt. But, <laughs> yeah. it, it's good that I'm that I'm finally exercising and getting off my lazy tuchus. <laughs> And, you know, some people will be like, oh, I'm so busy, busy, busy. Like, well, you have time to sit around and, like you said, play on Facebook forever. Or you have time to run to a fast food joint and get yourself, like, a blizzard. (laughs) I'm saying that from experience, folks. I will leave the house to get junk food (laughs) if it's not in here. I remember one time we had no junk food in the house. I made brownies. (laughs) You made junk food. I made it. And you know what? It was delicious. <laughs> this was before we were dieting, obviously. Yes. But you know what? If if you if you want to just start like, okay, I want an ice cream cone from McDonald's, make yourself walk to go get it. If you got to walk to go get it, hey, you're burning off calories for that ice cream. Right. So, I mean, and you'll be amazed how much how energized exercise makes you like mm-hmm. ryan you were telling me the other day how you were working out and you got kind of like a pumped a, up pumped up about my, it yeah my adrenaline was going yeah, yeah. no I, I that's one thing that i really like when i work out is i will uh, get my adrenaline pumping and i'll be like yeah i want to keep going i want to do more but you gotta be careful with that you don't want to do too much and then end up on the couch for a week like i broke my legs <laughs> yeah no that would not be good yeah anyway We will get back to the other tips for getting healthy that we have learned in the short amount of time that we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. We'll share the rest of those tips after the break. This is the Faith and Family Radio Show. The children of Lima, Peru face many difficulties, hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministry seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. 
You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. And we're back at Faith Family Radio. Check us out at faithfamilyradio.com or Facebook or Twitter. We are talking today about getting healthy. And we have been giving some tips that we've learned along the way on how to do that. One thing that I've learned is getting the processed foods out of the house. And by processed, you know, I'm meaning cookies, I'm meaning chips, but I'm also meaning, you know, like mac and cheese, things that like aren't homemade. They're in a box, you throw it together and it's quick, it's tasty, but it's not really all that good for you. Mm. Although I do like my mac and cheese, I'll tell you that. That's that's a challenge. Or like like the shells and cheese. With mm-hmm. The Velveeta. Oh, I oh. love Velveeta. I know it's not real cheese when it says cheese product on the box, but I still... Oh, Chicken Eddie. <laughs> mm, chicken Eddie. I love Chicken Eddie. It's so good. Okay, so we are uh, slipping into fat comas right there. Uh, Got to get back on, on track here. The processed foods. Nick some. Try your best to go with whole foods, fruits, vegetables, meat. Um, and speaking of meat, adding protein to the diet. I never realized how beneficial that was until we've started this diet. That's kind of got a high protein focus. Mm-hmm. Um, I always was like, okay, low calorie, low fat, but I never got like high anything. This is high protein. It gives you more energy, helps you to feel fuller. It's just like, I didn't realize how many benefits there were. Mm. So that's been wonderful. So add some protein. Like if you're going to snack, snack on some like um, just a small handful of nuts or a cheese stick, some lean meat, um, that sort of stuff. And keep the carbs down because a lot of carbs are like refined to the point where they're like, they mess with your your blood sugar. And I hear that's important for like losing weight and having your blood sugar be like level. Mm. So So number seven on our list of tips for getting healthy is stop eating out. Stop going to the drive-thru. Stop making excuses to go to those restaurants. Like, Oh, honey, we haven't pulled anything for dinner, so I guess we're going to have to just order something. Right. Or, oh, honey, we've been out all day. You know, we're I'm tired. I don't want to cook anything. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just let's just order in. Yep. Or I just spent all day grocery shopping, so let's go get some fast food. <laughs> yeah. So, stop eating out and stop making like you said, stop making the excuses mm-hmm. for eating out. Mm-hmm. That that's something that we've cut out where we were notoriously bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I've noticed lately like that we've been like, oh, we're hungry. And it's been like, well, let's go to Kroger and get something like the grocery store and get something or we're right. Not near- the fried chicken, by the way. No. no the fried chicken. <laughs> Although they do have good fried chicken there. <laughs> um, but no, like we will just suck it up and eat something at home or we've been bringing stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, we have church potluck meals and um, we've been bringing our own lunch so that we're not tempted to eat more than we should or the wrong things. So mm-hmm. we can. I'm still and we- tempted. <laughs> and we can still go and fellowship, though. So right. we're not like leaving right after church to go to go eat. We can stay and fellowship, but we have something healthy to eat. 
Number eight, find someone to pray for you and keep you accountable. This, I think, is very important to have a support system. Yes, I would be eating donuts and cheeseburgers right now if I didn't have my wife here to keep me accountable. (laughs) I'm horrible. I mean, she can attest to how bad I am when the temptation comes. (laughs) I mean, we just had a long stint of super long hours at my work and as kind of a condolence prize from our supervisor he would every couple of days buy food for all the guys Mm -hmm. and i would always slip up on my diet when i saw free food in the fridge Mm because it's free food and it was looking yummy Mm -hmm. it wasn't diet food Mm -hmm. But you know how encouraging it is, like how you were talking about how your coworkers have been encouraging you um, to know that others are praying for you in this area. I belong to some social media support groups to see their stories is encouraging, but also to kind of share on there, share with my husband. It's great. So make sure that you have someone, too, that will, like, call you out on it if they see you with, you know, large fry and a cheeseburger in your hand, that they're not just going to, like shrug it off but they're gonna you know say hey what happened to the diet you know do we need to talk about this do we need some church discipline (laughs) (laughs) i i I love how you do like a church discipline like you're a mafioso i'm gonna backhand you with that cheeseburger out of your hand (laughs) forget about it (laughs) so really quickly number nine and ten Have a cheat meal once a week, once a month. I know I would not be able to keep to a diet long term if I could never, ever, ever again eat what I want. I don't know about the once a week. Uh, I'm definitely more inclined for the once a month, but once a week, that... That seems like that might be a little too much. I know some people can do that, and it's not a temptation. Hmm. I would say we're more the once a month group. (laughs) Right. No, the the once a week, I would feel like that would be too close to being like, okay, well, yeah, Saturday I just had my cheat meal, and it's Sunday, so it's a new week. I'm going to go have a cheat meal again. And then, you know, the the gravy train uh, pulls out of the station and I'm just going yeah head first into McDonald's. Yeah. But I do think like if I were to say Ryan, we're going to die but you can never ever ever again have a Reuben. I mean you like you will die. You see see I mean th- that wouldn't work. So we need to be practical and be like okay, not we not in the sense of let's overindulge once in a while, but let's treat ourselves. Let's eat something that we wouldn't normally eat. Um so that we don't all of a sudden turn around and like go on a binge chaotic rampage. Exactly. And not only that, but your cheat meal once a month, that will kind of be like your reward, your reward mm-hmm. for getting to the cheat meal. Mm-hmm. Like only four more days to that cheat meal. Only three more days to that cheat meal. Mm-hmm. Only two more days to that cheat meal. Seven hours and 33 minutes. Mm, <laughs> triple Whopper with bacon. <laughs> And now I have chest pain. (laughs) Uh, And number 10, have a plan and follow it. 
Don't just go, I'm going to diet and then not have some sort of plan in place. Think about what you want to do as far as your eating habits, what you want to change. Think about your fitness goals. Um, do you want to work on just shedding the pounds or do you want to tone and do you want to bulk up? Like, what is your goal? And, and work towards it. Right. And your exercise routine. Don't just say, okay, I'm going to work out and then start doing random exercises. Like, yeah. Sit down and take the time to plan out a routine for yourself or take one of the millions of various routines that are already out there for free on the internet. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, like YouTube, or if you have like a, a live streaming box like Roku, they have fitness channels for free. So you can get routines off of there as well. I, I will warn you some of them are incredibly cheesy and (laughs) others are incredibly immodest so guys you might have to do it audio only or find a a dude workout like right right i don't know i i I can't picture a big bulky guy like with like all right let's sweat okay like a bunch of girls (laughs) you you gotta sweat to the oldies with richard simmons Hey, don't knock him. <laughs> when I was a teen, that was that was my routine. <laughs> that was high quality workout right there. Be like, come on, Grandma, let's sweat. <laughs> Anywho, we'll be right back with more on Faith Family Radio after this. Here's how VidAngel lets you watch movies for one dollar. You buy a movie for twenty dollars. Don't worry, it ends up being one dollar. Since you own the movie, you can legally set your filters. Now, watch your movie. Then, with the click of a button, sell it back to us for $19 of credit. That means each movie is only $1. It's that simple. Buy for $20, set filters, watch it, sell it back for $19. Enjoy your $1 movie. Sign up at faithfamilyradio.com slash vidangel. Keeping the faith, the faith in the family. Welcome back to the Faith and Family Radio Show. Faithfamilyradio.com is where you can go to connect with us. So do it. we're talking today about diet and exercise fitness so our habits you know we we need to be able to change our habits for, for the better right to do what is right just like you know when we are saved we know that continuing in a lifestyle of sin is wrong mm-hmm can we? We could if we continue to disobey God. Mm-hmm. But should we? No, we should not. We should mm-hmm. strive for holiness. We should strive to please God, even though our works cannot please him uh, because our works are filthy rags. But we should still mm-hmm. strive to do what is right. Right. And I mean, if we're genuinely converted We've been given a new heart that wants to do God's will, so we will lay aside that which we once loved eventually and turn to the Lord and seek to put on, you know, righteousness instead of our our sin that we clung to. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we need to do with our working out with diet and exercise. Right. If we are living as gluttons, eating in a way that it is not pleasing to God, then we need to change that lifestyle mm-hmm. for his glory. That That's what really got me started with this is I knew that I was not glorifying God with my eating choices, with mm-hmm. my body. You know, I knew that I was not taking care of the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is mm-hmm. my body. Mm-hmm. 
So that really was one of my main motivations for starting to eat right, starting to work out Mm -hmm. is I wanted to glorify God with my body. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because it's such a testimony. I think when we are out sharing the gospel and we're telling people to repent of sin, if we're 600 pounds, do you really think they're going to listen or are they going to look at us and be like, yeah, right. Look at this hypocrite right here. Mm-hmm. I, you know, gluttony is a sin too, pal. Right. And now that's not to say that we should be judging people who are overweight or anything like that. No. We, we shouldn't. You know, their sin is as equal as any other sin, mm-hmm. aside from blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. But all sin is forgivable mm-hmm. and all sin can be stopped, can be taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, God provides a way of escape for every sin. Yes. We just need to seek him and and do it in his strength instead of our own. Because I think often we can realize a scenario in our life and then we're like, what do I need to do? It's like, well, first of all, you need to realize that it's not going to be you. It's going to be a work of God in you because mm-hmm. we are bent with that sin nature and it's through God and his work in us that we accomplish anything good. Right. So, And, you know, with our changing of our eating habits, you know, it's not just for God's glory. It also is, it's been a way to train up our children mm-hmm. to glorify God. They have seen the changes that mm-hmm. we have made and they've started mm-hmm. doing things a little differently. I know you have some workout buddies every, every day. I do. And you know, it. well, it's, well, let me start at the beginning by saying when we first started working out, they were still kind of like, when's our snack? When's dessert? Like that was kind of, and I mean, they still do, but not in the same way. Um, they realized that we're not going to have chips around the house and chocolate around the house all the time. So they realized that their, their uh, snacks are a, a lot different than they used to be. But yeah, they, they join me on my workouts, especially Sarah. She really likes being my workout buddy. Um, and I was at the store with, I believe it was Lydia or maybe even both of the girls, maybe it was both of them. And they were like, we want to start eating healthy like you. And it's just such an encouragement to hear that because, you know, before we were dieting, I thought a lot about like, what are we teaching them with our eating habits? We're going to raise up kids that are going to be very unhealthy if they, if we continue down this path. So I love that we've taken this direction, not just for our sake, not just for God's glory, but for our kids' sake as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there, there are several reasons why this is a good step for um, parents to take because kids are so influenced by their parents, whether it's what they're eating, what they're watching on television, um, the way they talk to one another, so many different aspects spill over into the kids like how often have you done something and you thought oh no i that's my my mom or my dad and me right there mm-hmm. i know i felt that way <laughs> like oh boy or when we've done something that we didn't think it was bad until our kids mimicked it mm-hmm. like you know not a curse word but a word that just you know, as ugly that's just as ugly mm-hmm. and then they repeat it and we're like ooh. I don't like that coming out of their mouth. I need to stop saying that. Well, you know, it's kind of like the word stupid. It isn't a curse word. Mm -hmm. But when you hear someone like that's stupid, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just sounds ugly. It doesn't sound edifying. It doesn't sound like it brings anything to. I mean, even if something's wrong, it doesn't encourage right behavior. It's it's just there to be mean. Exactly. 
so yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, reasons for getting healthy outside of just, I want to be skinny. Yeah. So. Now, what does the Bible say regarding eating right, getting healthy, being fit? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it says more than we think it does at times. Um, you know, one verse that's very, very easy to to remember is just the one that says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then, so, I mean, that'd be easy to sit there with like your, your two cheeseburgers and your supersized fry and your extra large cherry Coke or whatever to, I mean, look down at that and say, am I doing this for the glory of God or am I doing this because I like food? Mm-hmm. I want to indulge myself. And, you know, I want to put a disclaimer out there. Don't do this like a legalist. No. Like a Pharisee. You know, we are not trying to tell you you have to be fit to to glorify God. You have to do this specific workout regimen or anything in order to give glory to God. Or if you have any sort of weight struggles, that that means you're not a Christian or you're somehow less of a Christian. I mean, we all have our own struggles. and. There are genuinely people out there who struggle with weight because of like physical issues inside. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. But let's not have that physical issue and eat the double cheeseburger and supersized fry and act like it was just your health. You know, you know what I mean? Like it it was also bad choices. You know, sometimes there is a sin that God isn't working on us at the time. Mm -hmm. And so there's no conviction there. Mm -hmm. We should not look down upon someone because they don't feel the same about a certain topic or a certain issue Mm -hmm. like Sabbath keeping. Mm -hmm. You know, there are, there are some Christians that feel that you should rest on Sunday. There are some Christians that feel that you should rest on Saturday. There are some Christians that feel that it's doesn't matter. What matters is that you are trying to glorify God. And doing so from a heart that is seeking to yield to his word. Yes. Don't try to guilt other people into obeying as you feel God calling you to obey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, you know, the the extreme Calvinist that will try and push the Calvinism thing on people and then basically dub them as heretics if they don't fall in line right away. Well, you weren't saved a Calvinist. I would I would say the majority of us weren't saved but with that like the the doctrines of grace embedded in our hearts. We you know, I didn't know the doctrines of grace when I first started going to church. So we I need I don't to- like that term by the way. I know you don't like that term, honey. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> but I mean, we just need to have a little bit of grace and give people a chance to have God work on them in certain areas. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's 20 years and people have lovingly corrected this person over and over and there's no repentance, there's no growth, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But don't act like they have to adhere to every single doctrine you adhere to right when you proclaim it to them because it just may, it doesn't work that way all the time and there may be times where it works that way mm-hmm. other times not so much in closing just remember that gluttony is a sin and so is laziness and the bible makes it very clear that our bodies are temples mm-hmm. for the holy spirit mm-hmm. we need to do our best to take care of it 
And we're not supposed to be in bondage to anything. We right. are supposed to be slaves to Christ. Mm. Not Food to- definitely was, was my master for a long time. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to do uh, fasting, no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it could go for 30 hours and not, mm-hmm. evil, not even break a sweat with it. I but know. <laughs> not with this most recent diet and exercise. I was fighting to the death. I mean, mm-hmm. I was struggling. And that just shows, too, like you weren't at the same place that I was in the moment. And but it once... also shows that I really needed to take care of that problem because yes. it, it was a problem. It was a, a bigger sin that I realized. Yeah. No, and I'm glad that the Lord has opened your eyes to see that and that since then, I've noticed a shift in your attitude about getting healthy. Um, just in, in the way you, I mean, like, yeah, you joke now, like, oh, I want a cheeseburger. Oh, die, die, die. But like, I've noticed like you're not as grumbly. <laughs> Can I say that nicely? Uh, but, and you're also just more like, yeah, I want to get going on this. Not so much like, oh, my wife, <laughs> what is she doing to me? <laughs> Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Faith and Family Radio Show. You know, right after we finished recording the last segment, I was driving to work and I was listening to another radio show called The Breakdown with Aaron Barker. If you haven't heard of his show, I I definitely encourage you to listen to it. Go to breakdradio.com or search for it on your podcast app. And one of his recent episodes had a caller asking about gluttony. And I thought they provided another take on the gluttony issue than what Elaine and I had discussed. So I want you to listen to this clip from the breakdown about gluttony so that hopefully it will provide you with a well-rounded thought process in regards to this matter. You know, honestly, uh, Aaron, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to actually have this conversation earlier today. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting because when you look up the fact that is gluttony a sin, you start talking about it. Um, unfortunately, a lot of times in the Christian church, we label things sin that the Bible does or does not label as sin. Um, I had a conversation with somebody today about smoking and drinking and how that's all a sin and so forth and so on. And, and because... Um, you know, uh, I, I told them that I didn't think that it was in and of itself a sin, but it was a it was an attribute or it was a um, uh, it was an outward uh, display of an inward problem. And you know, she was explaining to me that I had done more damage to Christians by saying things like that were not a sin, um, as opposed to just out and out calling them a sin. And so I did some study and some research on it, and what I found was really interesting because. I think when people start to argue that gluttony or drinking or smoking or any other type of um, indulgent behavior is sinful, I think what we're doing is we're neglecting that it is a root cause somewhere else. 
Um, I know several people who uh, who are Christians. They're God-fearing people, and they smoke. And depending on who you talk to in the Christian world, some people would say immediately, because they smoke, they're sinners. And some people would say, because you drink alcohol, you're a sinner. Um, and my answer to that is, is that the Bible doesn't say that. Um, my answer to that is, why don't we look at the root cause of what's going on? Um, this person argued that, you know, you need to smoke because you need to relax, or you need to drink because you need to relax. Why can't you fully rely on God to relax? Um, I think the problem that we have when you start labeling things sin that the Bible does not say is sin is you immediately close somebody down from wanting to know God more or wanting to learn more about God because you've already told them they're a sinner and they're not worth saving, if that makes any sense at all. Um, my conversation with this person resulted from, you know, why are you not relying fully on God? Why are you not spending time with God? You know, and she even went as far as to question me for even answering that way, that maybe my salvation wasn't where it needed to be, or my relationship with God wasn't where it needed to be, because I was willing to try to fit in with the world. And that has nothing to do with it. Um, when I look at one of these people, uh, one person in particular that I that I talk to on a regular basis, I'm very close with. He struggles with the fact that he smokes. And it's not the fact that he feels a godly conviction because he smokes. He feels a conviction from the pastor or what he thinks somebody might think of him because he smokes. It's more of a it's more of an outward what do they think of me, not so much that God is saying, Oh, you're going to hell because you smoke. And when I got it to that level or when I got it to that point in that conversation, she honestly admitted to me I understand that and and no, if if you know on judgment day if the only thing in the against them is smoking, then no no, they're not going to hell. I said, okay, so then what you're doing is you eliminate the need for them to go any further into a relationship with God because they can't quit smoking, therefore they can't be saved. I said, now, if you look at the root cause, maybe there is something. Maybe it's a peer pressure, pressure thing. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let's face it. When you have a chemical dependency, and I don't care what anybody says, I can speak from, from experience, food is a chemical dependency. You actually get to the point where that is your fix. When you're feeling bad, you eat. When you're not feeling, you know, when, when, you're not, when you want to feel happy, you eat. When you want to socialize, you eat. Everything about it revolves. So when you start talking about gluttony or any other type of physical attribute of sin, you know, the Bible does say things like don't spend time, or I, I believe it was over here in uh, Proverbs 23, it says, warrant us not to join with those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat um, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and the drowsiness uh, clothes them in rags. So, you know, if but he's talking about too much. You know, I don't know any of us that haven't had a little bit too much to eat at some point in time. But I think gluttony is more of a thing where you live to eat. That's all you do. That is your that is your crutch. That it, literally, that is your crutch. Just like people smoke. I know people who would rather do without food than give up their cigarettes because they need that crutch. That if they don't have their cigarettes, they're they're messed up. I mean, it just messes their whole day up. Yeah, and, and there there those two things I, w- I would hone in on that first. If a person is saved, if they trusted in Jesus Christ for their salvation, they've repented of their sins, they've put trust in Christ, that person is saved. Their their salvation is secure. Now they're, you're working on sanctification, which is a progressive process which exists throughout your life until we are glorified by God. So you're you're you are saved, which is your salvation. You're being saved, which is your sanctification. You will be saved, which is your glorification. Uh, also, so you, your salvation is secure in Christ. 
That, that's the first thing I would make sure of, is that their salvation is based on Christ and Him crucified. Then the second thing, as you said, Brian, is to focus in on why the person overeats. Because that, the, the, the overindulgence of that, just as Brian mentioned, it could be our, our desire for a satiation of depression. It could be the chemical high you get from shopping. It could be um, a drug addiction. It could be a food or alcohol addiction. Whatever, the, whatever that is that's causing you to say, I must go to eating. That's where you have to start focusing on. Because if you just say, hey, you got to stop eating because um, you're going to get diabetes, that's not, not enough of a motivation for a person to stop doing something. Hey, you need to stop overeating because the high that you're getting from that indulgence is taking away from the dependence that you should have on God and through Christ that's idolatry. Well, so, you know, Aaron, to, to go on top of that, not not only do you worry about the idolatry part of it, but, you know, we have so many different substitutions in our life for, you know, natural, spiritual high. Um, I believe that God really, I believe that a relationship with God, and I've said this before in other, other conversations, I, I've always had issues and I've never understood how a Christian or a child of God can face depression. But I understand there is a chemical thing that happens when it comes to facing depression or uh, experiencing depression. You know, I've heard people say that, you know, um, uh, was it Jeremiah? He was the weeping prophet, so he was depressed, or David was depressed. I, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, so I don't know if they were depressed or not. I know they went through times of depression as far as their emotions, but to say that they experienced that chemical imbalance that causes them to be dependent on medication or uh, a need for therapy or whatever that, that we we classify depression today as. But when you think about a person's willingness to rely on God when they they have a bad day at work or when they, you know, they they don't get a job that they need or there could be any number of things or 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 issues in their life and what you've got to be very careful of is I think that we treat or we want to treat the symptom instead of going back and looking at, and I think you've talked about this when it's um, the biblical counseling, when you go back and you look at the, the actual cause of what's pushing a person into um, those those outside experiences, whether it's overeating or over shopping or smoking or drinking or whatever, you know, it's it's something inside that person that's not right. It's it's inside their their soul that triggers that and, and they don't know how to handle it without going to those those crutches. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, Matt, so th- those two things, I would definitely go make sure that the person is uh, is saved through Christ. And then I would uh, start addressing those situations and those sins that may be that idolatry, that hidden idolatry of the heart that's driving them to overeat or to indulge in those things. Does that help? Absolutely. And, you know, um, and it kind of goes along with, um, you know, we can talk to other people about their issues, and I think that's a good thing. But at the same time, I think we've got to look at the, the plank in our own eye first because we all have our shortcomings and we all have our, our issues. We just realize that God, uh, you know, sin is something to die for all people, and that's just how powerful God is. Yeah, that's absolutely. What, no matter what the sin is, no matter what we've done, you know, he can say anything. God is all-powerful, and, you know, leads to those, you know, unanswerable questions that we have. You know, can God create a boulder that not even he can lift? You know, you know, I don't know about, about all those things, but I know God's all-powerful. I mean, what, what do you think about something like that? 
Well, I think that the the if you can't deal, if, if if you know, one of the first things you said there about taking the 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 plank out of our own eye before we're dealing with the speck in someone else's. I mean, one of the ways that a lot of people do that is by calling a radio show and saying that they're calling for their friend. And what what did you have to say about that, Brian? <laughs> you know, Matt, I've got I've got another personal experience that I think will kind of address maybe how this man feels when it comes to his family. Uh, I've been in ministry for a long time, and I actually had a pastor who that I sat under. Um, he called me into his office one day, very serious, um, and he wanted to discuss something with me. Now, I'm a pretty good guy, at least I think, and Aaron apparently thinks so because he hangs out with me. So I don't really um, have a lot of choices. I, as you were saying, I don't know if that's a good judge of character or not, but hey, What's why that not? say about me? Yeah, why, whatever. So anyways, he called me into his office, and his, his question for me that day was, do I ever feel conviction because of my weight? And then he proceeded to take a scripture out of the Bible and completely twist its meaning and completely twist its definition to say that because I was overweight, I was a sinner. And I can only imagine that your friend, when his family is 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 giving him a hard time about this, when his family is really you know uh, wailing on him, that was a bad word, wailing on him. Well, Sorry. I don't think anybody would have noticed it unless you pointed that out. And I just kept going, uh, so, so, but to, to me, sometimes we do him the great whale or, uh, amongst us and friends. We call him the great whale. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the, the point about it is though, is, is that when somebody is picking on them, um, you know, it, to me, when, when he asked me that question, I immediately went into a defensive mode. Um, but I had no reason to, because everything that he said was completely out of biblical contact. Uh, so there was nothing in what he said that would would indicate that it was a sin. I think that anything we do to our physical body um, is we pay for in this life. You know, if you overeat, you're going to cause issues: heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You know, uh, do am I the healthiest person in the world? No, but I'm working on it. I'm trying to be that person. I'm trying to be better at it. But to say that you know someone is sinning. Uh, and even put their salvation in question, um, that's a very dangerous territory to step on because you can do so much damage to that person um, and their ideas of who God is and what God is um, by by twisting Scripture or by trying to imply that they're not saved that maybe they just give up and don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. Yeah, and and again, that, that, that is focusing on a person's... Um, Symptoms, symptoms yeah. rather than focusing on the actual uh, uh, root of that problem. So that help out, Matt? Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, not a problem at all, man. If you want more encouragement or you want to know specifically what diets or workouts we're doing, then shoot us an email, ffr at muniacfamily.com or find us on Facebook and Twitter, Faith Family Radio Show. Just search for it and you'll find us. And we would love to be an encouragement to you to help you as we can. And whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's it for this week. I'm Ryan. And I'm Elaine. May God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Faith and Family Radio Show. Please share our program with others and leave feedback on social media. Do you have a subject that you'd like us to talk about on a future episode? Let us know at faithfamilyradio.com or by calling 513-900-8070. Thanks for listening, and God bless you. (laughs) 
Sign up at faith. My voice is cracking. Wow. Well, we we didn't do our. Do a brief show. We didn't do our routine to get me pumped up, so I had to kind of fake it. Do you know how distracting that is to try and talk while you're like selfie? <laughs> Don't get our dirty floor. <laughs> it's, there's just more to love there, right? <laughs> We're not going to go into that. <laughs> Anywho, not in that. Oh, okay, we're editing that. <laughs> so number three. Why is everything I say like sound like gutter talk, but it really, I'm like saying it in innocence. I'm not seriously. Okay. Oh, that's good. That That's a blooper right there. That, that's totally a blooper. No.